This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, December 20th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part eight of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid. Technology is going to influence what we can do throughout throughout. I can give a few examples. Uh, one of the issues is that we must make the power that's being generated from renewable resources, we must make it more dispatchable. Because if you simply have a group of windmills popping up and down like a jackrabbit, that doesn't really help the grid. That hurts the grid. Because sometimes, even in times of power shortage, you end up with too much power. And you have to be able to do something with that power because again, all of this goes at the speed of light. Electricity communicates back and forth between everybody at the speed of light. So one of the ways we see technology being used is we look at these uh, batteries and the cost of batteries, which are dropping very, very rapidly. And they then can be paired with something like a solar farm to in the aggregate, they look like something dispatchable. On the smaller consumer ones, specifically, there's provisions for aggregation within the smart grid. And what that means is that these things work and they're more valuable if they can be dispatched by an operator to actually keep the grid balanced. The other thing, and probably the hardest thing technically to do is what's called stability, voltage and frequency stability. What happens in in power, if you're trying to transmit power down a line and you don't have sufficient power, then what happens is the frequency starts to lag. And that's the way the grid is saying, send me more, send me more. And so the, the frequency becomes a very important parameter within the grid. Well, sometimes the newer technology, for example, large DC grids or large DC assets like solar farms or wind farms may drop offline and that would have a tremendously different effect than a rotating equipment with its all inertia. And so the measurements and the sensors that are managing the frequency and voltage stability of the grid are much higher speed. 120 times a second type of speed, so they can manage that. And finally, what I, what I have to say is, and I keep talking of the communication between the parts of the grid, this requires scale. And the scale of this job is a function of physics. And so if you say my scale is, say, within a state or within a distribution network, then that simply doesn't work because physics is saying the sun is shining very hard on this part of the country. We have floods on this part of the country. And physics says we have to be able to distribute power in proportion to where it's needed in the different parts. Technology will affect all those. It will affect it in what they call IoT, which is sort of shorthand for saying we're going to measure a lot more than we used to measure. We're going to measure things in the household. We're going to measure them in transmission. We're going to measure them in generation. It's going to influence 
in the technology and being able to predict ahead, look and have algorithms and systems that say, we need so much power tomorrow based on this weather pattern and based on what we know about the changes that are coming. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Hiring remains resilient across the U.S. economy, with Texas upstream employers adding more jobs, even against concerns about shale oil's momentum, data show. The national unemployment rate stood at 3.7 percent through November, with an estimated 263,000 new jobs added to payrolls during the month. Most of the new hires were in leisure, hospitality, health care, and government. Timing is everything, goes the old saying. That's certainly true for Constellation Energy Corporation, which was created in early 2022 when Exelon Corporation decided to exit electric generation and focus on its transmission and distribution business. Overnight, Constellation became a clean energy merchant generation giant, with a portfolio of more than 32,000 megawatts of generation, anchored by nuclear power plants, but also also including wind, solar, hydroelectric, and gas-fired generation. Seven months later, in August, President Joe Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act, which contained billions of dollars in federal production tax cuts for non-emitting generation, including nuclear power. Everybody must eat and drink, and a strong showing in project activity for the U.S. food and beverage industry in the upcoming first quarter of 2023 shows that U.S. food companies aren't skimping on projects, including expansions, equipment additions, and grassroot construction. Industrial Info is tracking more than $12.4 billion worth of food and beverage projects that are planned to kick off in the first three months of the new year in the U.S. And pharmaceutical company Pfizer Incorporated is planning a major expansion of its Belgium plant in PERS with a 1.2 billion euro investment. The investment will be made over the next three years and is the largest investment ever in the site's history. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News. 